0: Thank you. again guys welcome 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 back to an episode the trick way with gray gamer and myself hello gray we're doing a little finale today um we're really uh, i'm really looking forward to this one um yep non-spoiler we gave it the same score we'll tell you then what that is though which is very rare for gray and i so yeah it is star trek prodigy season one episode 20 supernova part two um Really short at the start, Gray. You 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 really enjoyed this, didn't you? Like myself. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. It was a good uh, series. I mean, excuse me, uh, season for now.
0: And series. Which I was...
1: I was uh, well, not a, series for now would mean that's it. And they're never doing another one. Season for now means... All right, smart arse. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Okay, right. Then. Yeah. The technical we say bye-bye when that? it goes series for now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's my
1: background. I
0: um, right, okay, we'll crack in, guys. By the way,
1: did you notice that... <clears throat> a dead yeah
0: yeah. he's got a haircut people breaking news (laughs) it won't be long before it's a you know jungle again and mrs gray has to get the old clippers out again
1: i phased it off myself (laughs) Uh, it would be cool though
0: (laughs) or that reminds me of actually how superman shaves like he's heat vision vision off the mirror back on there whereas (laughs) it would just destroy the mirror which i found amusing but hey um Anyway, good right. Thing.
1: Otherwise, we'd just keep growing, and you'd have like a big hairy Superman after a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the only thing that can cut it. Clippers don't work. <clears throat> right. Okay. We'll kick on. What What our plan is uh, to do is we don't have is We thought. I thought we'd have more notes than we did, but I mean, it's a it's a good thing that we don't That's because. Fair yeah. No. Just for a uh, for a season finale, I thought we'd have more, but I think we hit all the we, we cover all the points in our notes, and and we want to like get through it slightly quicker so we can then talk about uh what we think's happening with prodigy after and then what we might do is like we'll do specials over the next month or so until star trek the car comes on so we can we'll do some ideas and then like to say if you want to put a comment below on a special idea that you want please do mm-hmm. um right okay so we'll we'll, we'll crack on then great um yep. because this was a part two uh i knew it would open with a bit of a bang and it literally did uh it opened up on literally a decimated starfleet armada um and i know here ha, wait a minute what's going on here is this the constructors the borg just came through town on the way and said hello because when you saw that destruction did you not get uh did you not get deja vu of bat, uh, of wolf
1: 359 uh yep ds9 will yep sure did Everything know. just kind of like damaged and floating around. And stuff.
0: Proper wrecked compared to the last episode. The last episode didn't look like there was many, so it looked like yeah. there's been a small, a small time jump. Like I don't know how long, like a couple hours type thing. And then it's yeah. mostly wrecked, not all wrecked. You know, so. we're
1: firing at each other and wondering why, like there isn't more, you know, debris around. But you know, yeah, maybe the maybe the animators didn't want to animate it as that much. I don't know.
0: It's well. I think they spent a lot in their budget in the last episode. That was nuts. Probably, <laughs> probably. I mean, animation's animation. I think not. That I'm an expert. So, uh, but yeah, no. It was the the armada literally wrecked at this stage. There's not. It's like a third of the fleet left, maybe less. Um, the only way they're going to end this um, is basically to destroy the proto Which you want to know something great? I never clicked. Maybe I mean a dum-dum. That didn't click in my head uh, before now. Because yeah, would really, the construct did, it stop either. itself from getting destroyed? Like it's been trying to circumnavigate anything that's been thrown at it. So I think it's too easy, really, you know? What did you think?
1: I, I, thought this, I wasn't thinking destroying either, but I wasn't really thinking of anything. I was just trying to see what they'd come up with. Um, I guess the logical choice would be what they did decide to do, and that was just destroy the Protostar. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a, a, a you want to be a stickler, you could say that. Well, the other ships are infected, so it just could go on from there. Oh, true. But not, you know. And I guess that if you really wanted to stretch it, you could say that. But but as we understand it, the the, the construct had to be in charge of what was happening at yeah. the time, yeah. um, and its main mission was to attract every ship it could. Anyway, so eh, you know, you don't have to really get stickler about that one. So yeah, no, destroying no. it was... Uh, and besides, destroying it, the other reason for it is really destroying it is you don't want it to exist because it could go on and on and God knows what it'll do. True, you know. it's yeah. so, Time to
0: end it one way or the other. Turned into a hell of a weapon. Um, so what... Initially, I didn't understand what their plan was um, until a bit later in the episode. Then I kind of understood what was going on because that's how I've initially worded it in my notes. So mm. essentially, their idea is they're going to do a proto-jump, right? Now, bear in mind, because no one full understands how fast this bloody thing is or how it <clears> works, <throat> future special maybe, um, they're going to literally go away from the area as fast as they can. Now, normally what would happen is if they blow up that ship, because it's the star of a, a star like our sun, it would decimate the whole solar system uh, and more. So that's not really an yeah. option. What they literally have to do is... and. Grail jump in at the end here, because he maybe understands it a little bit better than me, they're going to hit proto-jump, and as they hit proto-jump, at the the, the right time, they're going to self-destruct, and because it's travelling so fast, it literally spreads out the damage throughout their its whole jump until it completely explodes, so the damage that's in the area they're at at the moment will be minimal, it'll be more damage at the end of their journey. What do you think, Gray? Did I get that right? What was your take on that? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I basically thought it was pretty pretty brilliant for once. I liked what the writers did because if you can imagine on a maybe on a normal scale, supposedly. Let let's say you had I don't know, let's say you had an exploding car like in the movies, right? If you were to accelerate that car right at the moment of explosion or a millisecond after explosion and you, you were travel back in time. Sorry, wrong thousand, franchise. No. <laughs> and you and you travel a thousand miles an hour, like from, from zero to a thousand miles an hour, let's say in that millisecond. Yeah, a bunch of this stuff's going to get strewn all along that path and say yeah. you most likely won't get affected. So so really it kind of made sense. So they're going like, all right, and I would in in and, and also I think yes, the protostars is really fast and that made sense, but technically you could actually do that with any starship if you not that you want to blow it up. But I'm just saying, now that they've made this cannon, again, I hope they don't overuse it, but technically you could do this again if you had to. But of course, that's only in dire circumstances. You know, yeah. don't want to be doing that all the time. Besides, they blow up too many ships as it is. So,
0: like. <clears throat> it's the first time I think they've used this method. So, yeah, we, we do give yeah, credit to definitely. the writers here. Um, clearly, they've listened, the writers, to uh, Gray and myself and went in and put last-minute line alterations and dialogue just to make it absolutely perfect. So we appreciate that, writers. Um, no, it was pretty genius what they've done. Um your analogy is, I would say, mostly spot on, Gray. However, if you use an analogy of like a car or something, maybe well, don't, I'm trying to keep it. you know. I, I don't know, but maybe don't use a maybe use an electric car because it's zero to sixty is a lot quicker. than if you're trying to use an old bang of a car, no, you, you you're screwed. The whole the whole place is blown up before you go anywhere. <laughs> I I, I like your thinking though; know, it does make sense. And because it's proto jump or any kind of jump, really, like warp jump. They're 0 to 60. I know it's a crap way to explain it. It's bloody fast. Lightning, oh, yeah. lightning speed of light fast. So that would actually work. Um, so their plan is brilliant. Um, they're getting ready to say goodbye to the the Proto Star. Um, they're talking about who's going to do this, who's going to uh, pilot it, because someone has to stay back and pilot it. And then Gwen's volunteering, And Dow's volunteer, and you know your captains of the ship, if you like, which you know you expect them to do. None of the other crew volunteer little jesses, Uh, but you know those two volunteer, and then um, we we have a little bit at the start here. We're actually uh, I kind of missed out, but it's worth touching on. Uh, They're actually trying to jerry-rigged the ship to be able to do this kind of proto jump and explode and they're asking how long it would take now i think we both have a bee in their body at this line i love jankum yep. jankum's my man he's funny but he says it would normally take a normal engineer a day but for jankum he just shrugs his shoulders and laughs you know assumes it would take a lot less he doesn't say how long Brain I think this is a bit of a stretch. What does he think? He's yeah, the new Scotty. He hasn't earned it, man. Yeah. He's not even a cadet. Yeah, you know? exactly.
1: I'm sitting there going like, dude, when you work as long as Scotty has, <laughs> then you can call yourself Miracle Worker. And you know, he's already calling himself Miracle Worker, and I'm going, No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, not even close. So they, they really shouldn't even have bothered writing that into the script at all. That that messed it up. You know, it that should have been out. Don't even get don't even go there. Forget <sighs> it. Don't be dumb.
0: I know it would have been it would have been funnier if he just worded it slightly different, you know, like, oh, someone else that would take days. But Jankum will see what he can do. You know, something like this, you know, just you don't pretend you're a miracle worker. You, you're a good engineer. Or just,
1: right. Or he comes up with it and he's as an engineer. He just says, that's definitely doable. You know, Captain, I'm going to get to work on it right away. That's all it's doable yeah. okay fine that means he's gonna do it you know not like oh, i'll do it in three seconds compared to you know
0: and also like, as well note to jankum over exaggerate your times so that you've got a way of being yes. a miracle work miracle worker which we found out later on with the scotty which is didn't, always funny didn't you learn anything from scotty <laughs> <No, I'm kidding. laughs> um yeah so basically it was a no-brainer actually the uh, hollow Janeway actually volunteers at this stage to fly the ship away Uh, and I'm like, well, she should have been the first person to do it. I mean, I'm sorry, there's hollow rights and all that, but she is not, (laughs) she's not a living being. So yeah, she should be doing it. The crew don't want her to do that because that's her friend. And I find that sweet. She's a kind of mentor, captain, mother type figure to them. Um, and she doesn't want to necessarily... She's not thrilled about doing it either because you know, she's still got the memories of Janeway and she doesn't want to sacrifice herself willy-nilly. But she does the right thing as Jane will do in her shoes and goes, I will do it. Yeah. Uh, she'll make a copy of herself so not all is lost. They can take her with her. And that's fine. Now, okay. the bit we're both going to talk about next was <clears throat> nitpicking. But that's that's what I do. That's my shtick. I, I don't care. I'm just going to nitpick. Um, they, they have to make a shuttle now they don't have shuttles on board find that very strange they don't have any shuttle they should clearly be speaking to hollow jamie and going right and voyager you seem to have an unlimited supply of uh <laughs> shuttle pods and you I didn't you? and you didn't have a 3d printer so how did you do it well gray they did have a 3d printer and they're printing one the B in my bonnet is as i've stated here it makes sense in Star Trek in the modern day and age and Trek to have a 3D printer as advanced as it'll be in the future. And the yeah. reason being is we have them now. Yes, they can't go that far, but, you know, they can print off a lot of stuff. Why did it take until the latter parts of, or, of, of Star Trek, as we know it today, for 3D printing to start becoming a thing? That makes no sense, man. That should have been in there. Maybe not TOS because that's filmed in the 60s yeah, definitely not But certainly when you're hitting
1: and not even TNG either to be honest
0: Yeah I would I would maybe even say you know 90s on you, you, you know or later Star Trek shows Discovery yeah. Star Trek Enterprise that was never talked about at all what was your thoughts okay. on that
1: No I agree too I think that they probably should introduce it sooner probably more along the Enterprise uh timeline cuz I don't think Deep Space 9 or or even Voyager it, our our time was really talking because
0: yeah, 3d about prints that it didn't print it. really exist then or if it did it was right not something for the home like it is now
1: right but now it's just it started to be talked about back then and then over the course of the you know maybe the next 20 years it became you know real yeah uh so it makes it does make perfect sense because you figure that by that time in the future they pretty much can print with almost, almost anything yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean obviously, not... the more complex it gets, the harder. And to their credit, when they 3D printed the shuttle, if you heard them, they said, We're going to make a have to make a strip down. I mean, it's going to have, it's not going to be able to do this. It's not going to be able to yep. do that, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, just point, for man. the essence of speed and get it done. So, <clears> that, that was actually
0: very smart. <throat> and it's... you know, I, I, Sorry, Greg, you, can't out, like, you can't just
1: go out like you can't just go out like three D print a Voyager ship or something. Yeah,
0: no, there is that's yeah. a good point. I mean, but well, we don't want to diverge too much on this point. I know, even though it's our thing, but three D printing fascinates me now. I was tempted to buy a three D printer myself, um, but it's an expensive hobby, so I decided not okay. to. the The thing about it for me in Star Trek makes total sense. We've seen it once before at least, and it was Star Trek Prodigy as well. Oh no, it was Little Decks. Remember, they were oh, racing right. each other to do the best second uh, yeah. or, or no what was it they they do the um,
1: what's their were, mission they were a, yeah they are doing
0: a race uh... second contact yeah, wasn't it so they have to go race yeah. around that automated uh, <clears throat> ship and they basically have to see who would win first but the right. automated ship was literally I don't know if it was 3D printing and then transporting down these big elements but it was at least Transporting whole elements down, so I'd probably imagine for it was a small ship. It's literally three D printing things. Uh, yeah. I want to see this more Star Trek. So it makes sense. There are things though, and tell me if I'm jumping the gun. Gray, maybe I'll, I'll pause and and come back to this point later. But it was minimal It was it was only done to a minimal level, as 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 yeah. we've heard. It was enough. There was I, I heard no nothing about propulsion on it. And maybe that's normal. Maybe how do you 3D print propulsion? I don't think you can. You can maybe print the parts for it, but then you have to do the manual part in between because there's like fuel and gases and all this stuff. So um, that was enough. It was enough to keep them going, wasn't it? Like they were floating. It was literally an escape pod more than a shuttle pod at the end, wasn't it?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have much movement, if any, at all. Yeah. Which will get us
0: to our point later on, but where they end up. Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler! I mean, I th-
1: I thought they said... I I have to go back and look at it, but I thought they said it had some some basic propulsion, but it had no navigation. They did say that. They said no navigation. So essentially, they didn't want to really go far because I don't know where the hell they're going.
0: Yeah, so very good point. Um, I missed that point if they said maybe something about basic propulsion, but I would buy that. I, I can buy that they've had time to do some basic level, but you don't 3D print a warp core. No, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I don't even believe that. Even in Star Trek, you can maybe print the components for it, and then an engineer has to come in and, and right. do, do his or her thing. But yeah, no. Listen, hey, I'm not complaining. It's, it's brilliant. I want to see more of this 3D printing. Um, it was as cra- long as long
1: as they don't use it as a crutch.
0: I don't want to all see the some... time. Yes, like the Spore yeah, yeah. Drive or even the Proto Drive. You know? I can
1: just see it now. Some bad writer's gonna go like, "Ooh, now we can have a series." And just like, "Man, what do we need? Oh, I'll just print it on the 3D printer. <clears> boom, done." I'm like, "No,
0: yeah, yeah. You need you can't you, make it that easy. You need the data again for the tenth time, even though he's died. Just 3D print on. Oh, yeah, no, not again. It's all right. We'll save these a, files. What about a
1: posit- his uh, positronic mind, man, no that's all right. We,
0: we back, we backed it up in G Drive or one uh, Google Drive. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. We'll just download them. I've got a fiber connection. That's fine." Um... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it is a nitpick of Gray's and I. We want to see this 3D printing more because it's bloody awesome trope to use, if not overused, like Grey says. Um, now, Jane Wee's, Hollow Jane Wee's attempted to download herself, uh, and then she has that kind of sigh and shrug. It says, insufficient memory. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to buy this because she what she does is she prints, she, she, she picks up an nice isolinear chip, and hands it over as if nothing happened, not telling them that there's not enough room. Uh Turns out she's pre-recorded a message on it, and in, instead, very like Star Wars esque, but she just prints it off and get in hand and sorry, uh, pulls this off and hands it over to them. Now, right. I thought, did you did you see her recording a message, Gray? Because she records the message later. I didn't see that, and I thought. When did you have time to do that? You, you found out there was no room. You turned around with the chip and you handed it over. And also as well, when you're giving me that point, Gray, I don't buy that there's no room on a modern chip in that day and age for her to fit onto that, even though she's grown and evolved. I don't buy that. Thoughts?
1: Um, I, would, I do buy that only from the sense that if, that if the program, the, I mean, let's put it this way. Hollow Way was doing a lot of stuff. And I do and I do buy into the fact that she was growing all the time, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And to get a hologram to supposedly do all the things that she does has got to be a massive program with massive memory, a massive memory. So I can believe that Keep if talking. they only Keep had talking. a chip to record it on, then the chip itself, even though the chip may may be able to, be, to have a massive amount of information recorded on it. Yeah, it's not going to contain all that. They're using the the, the the they're using the whole ship's uh data banks and so forth and compared to an isolinear chip it doesn't equal. So I thought that was totally plausible. That did that didn't bother me. You know, whatsoever. As far as time to record, eh, we're back to the nitpick thing again because basically We
0: didn't see her do it. She said memories it you know, says it memory filled, right, and right, she turned down the chip.
1: Right. They that that's that is a common thing that they've done in other movies before uh by just doing that you you realize you know what she did or what, if she had time to do it or in some movies they would shit they would show that she started to do it and then they would they would that would, they wouldn't show exactly what she doing mm-hmm. so that's okay it's just because it happened it's
0: because it happened immediately after being like a little tiny mm-hmm. uh time jump of even a couple of minutes i could have bought it but she literally turned around oh full, hands over the chip I know we're nitpicking, and do you want to know something? Dope. Never. We shouldn't apologize for nitpicking. I don't care. It's a kids' show. No, no, That's what no. we do. No, I, I agree. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't take anything away, really. From no, it doesn't, because it's because it's not a massive problem. There's been stuff they've done in prior episodes that were things we just couldn't. We just couldn't accept. You yeah. Know, here it's more of a nitpick. The only thing I don't accept in the whole episode was the whole thing with Jane, with Jankum. Other than that, I was I was cool, even with the the, the, the little <clears> bit of nitpicking.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I have to agree with you there. Um, Yeah, so, um, moving on, um, they they literally say their farewells and goodbyes to Hollow Janeway and then they jump in their little um, escape pod shuttle thing. Now, I don't think it had propulsion at this stage, Gray, unless it was like thrusters, because the way they left, it's as if they were slowly but surely getting dragged out of the hull. You know, mm. uh, there was no propulsion at at, at at play at all here. So that's why I was thinking it, it is pure uh, basic. Lifeboat. Like It is literally a lifeboat, bare yeah. bones lifeboat. Um, and then they escape. Uh, and then I love the music at this stage. I love the mm. music as they're kind of escaping and they're looking up at the protostar. The protostar is getting ready to, to jump away. It was just beautiful... It was really yeah. somber. I, I'm guessing you liked it as well, Gray.
1: Oh, yeah. We've said more than once during the season. Great score. And I, I forgot her name. She's she's wonderful at scores. I mean, she really does a good job. And I, I'm very happy she's working on the show. And she's been doing other things, too. And she's got a true talent, you know, her and her crew. And yeah. the music has always been top-notch uh, on just about every episode, even the bad
0: ones. Apart from small, one tiny gripe that you have, and I have as well. You, when boy, you get I'm the, the nod backs to Voyager and stuff, you want the proper bloody music.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not really her fault. I think that's more from a... a, a oh yeah, a it's not up to her, is it? She's told like, what yeah. to do.
0: She's told, like, I want yeah. this blend of Voyager one-third tops, and then that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and for
1: what she was asked to do, she did it fine. She did a good job. In fact, she did an excellent job. So,
0: um, No, we're very happy with the it was one of the better series, actually, for the music at this stage. Um... At this stage now, they're looking up at the protostyle of the crowd, their little lifeboat. Uh, and then you could just hear Hollow Janeway. She's got her pre-recorded message now. She's very, she's very ghost. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, like Yoda. A, like very a, Yoda style. little old, uh, hologram. Yeah, old school one. A uh, little pop-up one. And they're like, hey, why is she so small? <laughs> why is she so small? Oh, come on. Sometimes you guys are geniuses and sometimes you're dum dubs It's a message. <laughs> She's basically telling them what happened. She couldn't. Uh, she'll be. she think of them for a long time. She's very, very proud of them. U- usual kind of speech you expect, which is really sweet. Uh, and then her last line was, go fast. Now, that isn't a Janeway line. She doesn't yeah. really have a line like Picard and uh, the other guys do, but... I like that line. That's go fast. She says, yeah. go fast. And then she enables the proto-jump and then it zooms away. A couple of seconds later, bang, it's gone. And then you're getting very Star Trek to Rafa Khan at the end vibes gray because it's forming a star, if you think about it. So you're getting all the beautiful colors and the distance of it. Um, very, very sad, of course, but we know it's only... Sure. Real Jane Lee's still good, thank God. Uh, we're back at the fleet now at this stage, the, the what's left of it. Um, and then we got, we see the Bird of Prey again, holding its own, hardcore solid, shields are invulnerable despite being old technology. A uh, little classic note of Klingon music there, which I love. We don't get enough of that, so well done to the lady that does the score again. Um has get a little, It's my, It's we share a lot of the same, Bees in their bonnets, and and this one's the same. One Klingon on ship defending the whole bloody f- fleet. Gray, come on, man.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, obviously, it wasn't really that way, but the way they course. portray it, it almost seems like it was. And I go, what would have, what would, how much trouble would it have been to at least have, I don't know, two or three other ships doing the same thing that the bird of prey was doing. I get it. It made time, I guess, or whatever. But still. They should have thrown yeah. in a couple ships or something dude, just to make it look, you know... Like the one yeah. scene earlier in the episode where they're still firing at each other, you already know that the Bird of Prey and the others are out there trying to help protect. Yeah. So they should have done one big scene where you saw them firing as well as other ships where, where you, hit, you see them all hitting deflectors. That, that would have made much the, more sense. They
0: weren't actually firing where? I think their whole mission their was shields, I Yeah. Say. So yeah. no, I mean, I, I don't understand why you said that. The logic's there, because yeah. uh, it's an attack after all. But I'm imagine they've just rerouted all their power to shields, which makes sense. Just absorb as much as you can for as long as you can, and then jobs are good. And but yeah, no, we, we, there well, was other ships the, there. Yeah,
1: and so there would have been nice to see like an equal or semi-equal amount of ships. And they could have had it just bouncing off shields all over the place, which would have made total oh, sense. Are
0: you, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Gray? Ray but. tracing bot with phasers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like here. If anyone's a computer geeks there, you'll know what I mean by that uh, statement. Yeah, yeah, so it would be nice to see the the Vulcan ship, for example. That was in there, the the Ferengi ship, which we know was helping, or profiteering and getting all the scraps. We don't know. We never saw what (laughs) it done. Um, (laughs) Probably Quartz cousin on the hunt for a bargain. So um, because the Protostars went kablooey, uh, the the What's left of the Armada is the uh, Starfleet Armada is no longer uh, under influence of it. Uh, the evil red lights go out and everything's back to normal. Uh, and Jamie, v- vice, I'm just going to say Jamie now because Jamie's gone. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah. Jamie at this stage um, has full control of the ship. She, she orders antennas sorry, number one, to scan for the <laughs> Protostar crew. Um, and then I can't remember his name. I'm just gonna call him and tell us. He says at this stage, you know, because they're so far away that it would take months to scan for them. And Jamie's like they saved our uh, their they were they saved our RC so we will go scan and see what you right, can we'll do. We will go look for them. Yeah. That so the the one that's the least that can be done. They did save the day to be fair. Um now after after this at this stage um the I fact maybe I'm getting my Self mixed up here because I've got down here that it was a pre recorded message on the chip, so they yeah, must that have that came before that, That's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, at this time though, Gray's gonna be, he pulled me up a little bit here about something, um, which is technically <laughs> true, but then my point also was technically true as well. Um, no, I know, I know because it comes, uh, from yeah, from yeah, yeah, uh, I, younger, I, so. I, I, so, so we get at this stage here, uh, we'll. J- hollow jamie's given the message of as i stated at the time the ne- the next generation era type trek music uh when she says boldly go now and i found this very sweet but Grace put here but i'll let you do your thing Gray. did you just tell the people the thing okay.
1: well first of all i thought the whole the whole goodbye message by hollow jamie was really heartfelt and emotional i felt bad because i've you know i've grown to really care about the character through the series So it was a really well-done, put-together thing of of her saying goodbye pretty much forever, right? Unless they come up with something next season. So she's done. So I thought that was really good. And when they played the music, the only correction I was going to make was that uh, Trevor was talking about the music being like the old TNG music, but eh, it was actually the original series music which TNG decided to use in their season, but a lot of people forget because they don't think about sometimes the original series, but the the music that they use at the it's opening the movie. Of every episode of TNG was from TOS movies. Yeah, no, it's it a good point. It part. wasn't original. It was well, not original. The reason
0: I got that is not because I don't remember originally the TOS stuff. It's yeah. I mean, that's an obvious given, but it's because when you think of. Original series, you think of that operatic, oh, you know that's yeah. for yeah. me original Star Trek, and then the next yeah. generation while it borrowed that, that made it its thing, and not only yeah. the series but its movies. And I'll be honest and say, I'm not a massive fan of the, the original series. Oh, this operatic, I, I, not even operatic, the kind of the singing type thing, the the the, the tent the you know the.
1: Well, this is why when they did the movies, they upgraded, if you want to call it that. And I much prefer um, that
0: now, personally.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, you know, to their credit, it was it, it was still all TOS error. So the music got better, and yeah, they spent more money. I mean, when they and did they the did movies, they're allowed to hire great composers. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: hey, And that's one thing Star Trek's always had great composers. Um, yeah. We. Ugh, Who's the who's the main guy's uh, name that does a lot of the older Star Trek music again? Off the top of your head, Gray? Does that ring a bell? Uh it's not like John oh, Williams Jerry or Gold- something, but it's yeah, uh,
1: Jerry Goldsmith did a lot of it.
0: That's it, it's him. He does it. He doesn't do it so much now, which is fine. Yeah, but he done he's much older. The, the the next generation stuff that I absolutely love. The, the some of the movie stuff. Love that. So uh and this lady that's doing the score for this is obviously as any true artist is. Borrow stuff, stuff from the past. There's never a bad thing yeah. to borrow rather than plagiarizing. If you, can, if you
1: can adapt to to prior music, where you're still giving the proper respect to oh, the yeah. music, while you're still having to put a, put your own uh, flair on it, then yep. that's that's a hard, that's a hard job for a composer to do, and she pulls it off. So, oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. a cracking job. I'm very happy with the job she's done, and I keep, yeah. hope she keeps it going uh, in future seasons. Um, right at this stage now. I'm borrowing a line from Doctor Who. It gets a very bit. It gets a little bit timey wimey now. Okay, right. Turns out, Gray's going to chip in here at the end here with his opinion, what he thinks. Turns out, the proto stars created a wormhole. Now that makes sense because it's got a little mm-hmm. mini star inside, you know. And then when you start messing about with stars like that, uh, and when you have the warp drive, even the warp drive, you don't tune that right. Alas, Star Trek won the motion picture, you can create wormholes because you're messing about with that kind of energy that will do that. So it's created a wormhole to its final destination. That's convenient for set future seasons of what's going on. Um, sure. And they, they're getting a message through it. And it's it's our man, Chakotay, again. And I said this before, Gray, I'll say it again. You may be disagreeing me at this point sick jane way straight off the bat you know that reaction again that's yeah. more than a friend man i'm sorry she's wanting a piece she's wanting a piece of that ancient american tribal warrior right there i'm telling you um and yeah they are very good friends as well of course but she hears this message it's pre-recorded but it's from the future um Gray puts a note down here. uh, What he thinks will maybe happen in the future, and it's what fifty-two years in the future. Gray, you picked up? Yeah, fifty-two years in the future,
1: as of the date of when they heard it on on Prodigy. So, between that, the fact that it's Chakotay and all this stuff, you, obviously they're setting things up for season two, no doubt. So they threw that in there to let you know they're they're going to be doing this in season two, oh, and yeah. because they mentioned everything about the the. uh the uh, message coming 52 years from the future already sets up a whole time paradox thing. So. Oh, timey me
0: Yeah, hands that. Right.
1: Yeah. So we're going to see how they handle that next season. So that's your preview, probably, oh, yeah. of at least some, at least one of the things that's going to happen in season two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever yeah. else. Um, okay, so this uh, annoyed both of us, again, funnily enough, this little <laughs> point here. In fact, it pissed me yeah. off. It sounds silly, but it just it's so lazy because of the job they've been doing so far in this episode. Yeah. So now... It pans to Janeway getting interrupted. Uh, one of her officers saying, You need to come and see this. They're here. She runs out to Brass, Admiral Brass Balcony at HQ, whatever it was. And then right. you just see them hovering near the Golden Gate Bridge at Starfleet HQ. And it's the remnants of the lifeboat that the Proto Star crew were in. And you just right. see Rock in the rest of them waving up as the ships are coming down. And I'm like, ah, huh? okay, they were in yeah. the heart of the Federation, but I never seen planet Earth. How the hell did they get there? I mean, yeah.
1: what? It's so convenient that they happen to just come land in the water. At that right spot as well. Right in San Francisco next to the headquarters.
0: We, we find out how difficult that was, Gray, with the uh, Orion mission recently that NASA done. With a, with a European Space Agency, they had to do that skipping effect over the atmosphere to try and find an area. Even then, they still only got it within, a, you know, like five miles, which or three, five miles, which is good. And then these guys are like, yeah, hold my beer. We're just going to land right <laughs> outside your doorstep.
1: What? With, and with no navigation, that's pretty good. And
0: minimal to no propulsion.
1: Right. So you're just hovering above the Earth, assuming you got there in the first place. And then you're just going, like, oh, I can see from up there, right about there, we should land. I'm like, huh? Yeah. It would have been a lot. I, what, I, what they should have done, or what it would have been better, is they said, well, we found them. So that should have meant that you would then go outside and have a shot of two smaller ships or whatever bringing tractor, them down and them. tractor beams. Yes, right, exactly. Tractor beams. How are you saying exactly And, then, to do and then dropping them right in front of the, the, the Starfleet headquarters. That would be, yeah. That would be totally
0: plausible it's so easy to fix that. You We're know, one right. ship tractoring it two. one ship, just tractoring it, it down because it's got no this propulsion. Is, this is another one of the things that you and I have been talking about all
1: season long. It would have taken one scene of that to totally explain it.
0: Or, That's or, it. or you don't even need to show it. One line of dialogue. Oh, the USS. I, I have a clue what what I'm doing. One is, line of dialogue. One. They're outside. Scene.
1: It could have just ended it yeah. right there. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, like put, how hard can that be? I mean, put a three-second piece of video in, that, <laughs> showing it. Boom, done.
0: Explanation have, over. It would have done the job. Um, so yeah. at this stage here, they are they're now they're now in front of the Starfleet Tribunal, um, which you've seen many times in Trek. Very imposing, big, grand court-type arena. And they're all looking very guilty, Gray. I was looking at like Dallas, especially, like you know. And I'm thinking, come on, you just saved the day, man. It wasn't Picard, it wasn't Jamie, it wasn't Kirk. For once, <laughs> that saved the day It was you guys, kids. They're all looking guilty, and they basically the guys, the 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 counselors, the the chiefs, the judges, whatever they're called. They're you know they're, they're hearing the application to try and get into Starfleet Academy, but they're like, yes, we we respect and acknowledge the fact that you you saved the day, but. broke so many Starfleet regulations, I will be here all day. Which is true. You know, he's he's not lying about that. Um, And at this stage here, Jamie's obviously piping up to defend him, which, you know, I knew she would do, and it's very admirable of her. Well, get it, Admiral. I didn't didn't mean to do that. There you go, pun. And she tries to defend him getting into Starfleet Academy. Um, She says, you know, but especially when the, the judges are pointing out that, you know, come on, Dal's an augment, you know? Uh, and then she says, "Well, you know, Dal's DNA is made up of, you know, it's got 26 of 150 or so species in the Federation. And she's like, I don't know what's more Starfleet than that. And Grey Notes here at the end, a little a little cheeky comment that she made that um, was getting it right up Dal a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, she won. I think in the course of her uh argument that she was making with them, which by the way i thought was very well written and very well acted by kate mulgrew she really put on the the whole you know what, what would you want to call it the whole official regal type i'm the admiral i know what i'm saying kind of oratory performance and that was really good What for usual humor really, right i really like that but then she, as part of her argument she said well look at that. I said is he enhanced in any way Pause, of pause for dramatic effect, <laughs> and he's right, looking he's all like,
0: guilty. Then she's uh, Yeah, of course not. And he's like, not.
1: <laughs> and it's just like, and then all of a sudden, he's like, go, Oh, good one. I like that. <laughs> that helps. He's he's, yeah, that might have helped. It was, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. What was his reaction you know, like,
0: again? Was he looking, was he approving of that, or well, was he well, disappointed? First,
1: well, he was proud when she was
0: talking about
1: him. <laughs> you know, he's 26 species of the 150 that's in the federation. He's like, He's well, like, uh, and then he's going, is he enhanced? Of course not. And he's like, oh, <laughs> 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 it's
0: kind of true. Hey, hey, that's uh, that's Kate Mulgrew, uh, J- Janeway's humor. That's why I, I, I love her as a captain. But
1: even, uh, but even in this case, even though it was humor, it made sense to the argument. Of course, it, it did. really did, because he's not enhanced. The only time he got enhanced was he went onto that planet with the stupid button thing on his. He hasn't
0: his been magnet. enhanced. He's just been spliced together from different species does that make you enhanced right. or not that's a different question a different debate but he hasn't been purposely yep. enhanced or upgraded since so yeah right um so yeah um <laughs> she 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 does her, her best job i think that the evidence she gives is is pretty is pretty good at this stage uh the the crew are waiting outside while they're doing their their, their kind of final conclusion and then jamie walks out with a kind of wry smile on her face she says right, okay, all charges have been dropped. I'm like, e- well, yeah, I'm sorry. They've just saved the day. Yes, of course they've been bloody dropped. Yeah. And then she says, and I never clicked immediately this stage, Gray. She says, and they have approved five of you to join Starfleet, all five of you to join Starfleet Academy or something in like those words. I, didn't, I forgot for a moment, there's six. And then that's when they say, wait a minute. There's six of us who's dropping out. And Dal immediately is like, you know, guys, I understand. He thought it was him, rightly so, assumed because there are no really dogments in there. And he's like, mm. oh, it's later me. But this time, it's just off angle slightly. Gwen's looking really down and sad. And she kind of knows, I think she knew ahead of time what was going on here. Um, at this stage, we'll pause for a sec before we hit the rest of that, that point, Greg. But did you see that coming? Did you like it? Did you approve of it? Um, of course,
1: it's sad, but. I didn't see it coming at first, but once they said Dow, then all of a sudden something something clicked, and I was going like, "Wait a minute, they're they're gonna probably do something with Dal, and That would leave. I started thinking like Makes almost sense, simultaneously, and then and then all of a sudden when I saw Pouty Gwen, I was oh okay, now I get it. You know because I and I th- and I originally thought it was because of her connection to the to her father in a criminal aspect, but actually. This made more sense yep. because they haven't they haven't done first contact, blah, blah, blah. Ex-
0: exactly. Grey hits a nail in the head. They haven't done first contact, but they have officially now, which just makes it all timey-wimey again. But it makes sense. Uh, she wants to go and find her people as well. It makes sense that she's the one. I sure. want Dal to hang about. I mean, I like Gwen, but she's not my favorite of all of them. So I like Dal. He's cocky. He's cheeky. He's funny. He's sweet. I want him to stick around. So if I had to dump anyone out of all of them, it probably would be Gwen. Sorry, Gwen. Um, so there is logic there. Now, she says, Jamie, at this stage, they can't fast-track the system from becoming cadets. So, you know, what was... I don't know the terminology. I can't remember the terminology that they used. Um, Gray, you could maybe help me here, but she'll basically yeah. take them under her wing. They're like, you remember the
1: terminology she Yeah, used? no, I'd have to look back It at was it. something
0: like... Under her stewardship, there'll be some kind of not advisors, but they're kind of in training to become cadets, if you like.
1: Yeah, it's almost like putting them into a training program that instead of learning everything per se. Wesley Crusher, academy, S. think Wesley Crusher.
0: They're, yeah, they're learning. They're le- yeah, kind of. They're learning while doing. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's how that's how I like to learn. Um, she says she they'll train under her. Bear in mind, she's. Not just she's a she's not a captain anymore. She's a vice she's a vice admiral. So uh, on a ship of her choosing, grey notes here. Ooh, new ship. And I'm thinking, ooh, shiny. We'll get to that in a moment. Believe yeah. you me, we'll yeah. get to that in a moment. Um, and I think this is good. They 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 say the the guy the crew are like, oh really? So you're going to be our captain? And she goes, kinda, which is kinda true because she's won't be a captain. She'll be an admiral. An admiral can lead people on a ship. Just doesn't happen <laughs> or, often. So. Or
1: or mm-hmm. she may the- be the admiral but there may be a real captain
0: Jacote yes season 2 boom we'll get to that i'll take something's that something's
1: gonna come something's gonna come around or i don't think she's not gonna make dial captain but no just because she's admiral doesn't mean she necessarily wouldn't have a captain per se
0: yeah no she will she will so- she has to i think actually she has right. to
1: yeah. right so we don't know who the captain of this ship's gonna be we don't know if it's a new ship or a- Old ship, or we don't know anything because she didn't
0: say anything. Well, why do you mention that? Because um, at this stage here, uh, the crew—it looks like they've started their training because they're all like they're uniformed and suited and booted and whatnot. Um, and at this stage here, Rock—we see what the, each of them are doing. Um, Rock is going to be studying uh, xenobiology. The, the, the study of new life forms. Makes sense. Uh, sure. She's really into that. Jankum, well, as I've here, Jankum's been Jankum, and it's, he's got the, like a wrench thing, and he's in front of these superiors, and it looks like he's about to hit something to get it working again, and last minute, it changes his hand, hand changes from yeah. a, a wrench, or a spanner, as we call it in the UK, into something else, like a tool to fix it, and then all the right. officers Not are like, kill a yeah. <laughs> jankum just little rye cheeky smile so jankum's just going to level up here i'm happy to see that we're going around all of them at this stage gray we see zero it's got a shiny new suit and i'm thinking damn that's an upgrade son like wow i thought I,
1: I actually thought that was very smart because you you did want something better than the beat up suit she had but she but was she same... was
0: floating before now she's walking right. so or maybe now she, she can't real still float
1: yeah, I like that. It gives it more, it makes her character seem a bit more human-ish, or at yeah. least bipedal, so she kind of identifies a little more with the with the group. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I like that. I thought it was nice. Of course, it's her suit's white, though, which means it's going to get dirty every week. Oh, uh,
0: that seems why you'd never buy white trainers, stroke sneakers. Because they just get really, really messy, easy. But anyway, listen. Uh, she maybe can float and fly as well. I'd like to think she's option to do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, lovely upgrade for her. We see Dal and Gwen having a little heart-to-heart, l- last-minute goodbye uh, chat, uh, and they finally, finally share a shared kiss that both of them are expecting, and no one's surprised um right. and they promised to see each other once again and i don't know if it was gray or myself i think it was great it put the it was great it put the little love heart emoji thing yeah, after the, yeah. yeah. sweet oh grace sitting there going oh isn't that sweet these kids get together um so and yeah
1: probably i mean it didn't give me the impression that when she was looking at the more or less where her home world was it didn't give me the impression that it was that far away it wasn't like well, with the ships you know, they've what, got it's not, mate. Not anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> so there's there's no doubt they'll they'll see each other again. We'll you know, we'll see what happens in the next season. So Yeah.
0: That's yeah. that's all that's all good. What? see they promise they see each other again. So yeah, I think she's not gone, gone. She'll maybe make special right, right. guest appearances next season, which I'd like to see. Um as the crew are seen off Gwen, they see a large kinda warehouse type structure uh Hanger. near Hanger, thank you. That's a much better word, Greg. I was thinking that's It's like a aircraft so hangar, yeah. big, big ass hair. Yeah, and aircraft, you can aircraft. hear it opening before you see it, and then it pans to the side, and this thing's opening slowly but surely, and you start seeing the side of a ship, and I'm like, oh, shiny. Yeah, Here like, we go. what's this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's another protostar ship. Vice Admiral Jamie, let's drop that, driver. Jamie's explaining at this stage, because of the success... Call it success maybe done its job uh, of proving itself worthy. They have commissioned a new fleet of proto ships right. class ships. Class. Right. We don't know what this is called immediately, and I guarantee Gray's in the same boat as me. We're thinking this is the proto star A or something. You know that this is what the crew are going on logically. And I kind of wanted them to because that is their class of ship. I thought uh, that's what they were going to do. From the well, way
1: it seemed, I was going like, oh, well, they already picked out a ship, and
0: we all we all, all wanted the- to see that. And uh, but they threw a curveball, uh, which we'll get to in a minute. That they're, they're at this stage here, I, I have to note here. Um, I'm excited to see more of this type of class because it was successful, I guess. But in the the Discovery future. Season three or four, there is no mention of proto drives at all. And I'm sorry if it's that successful, you should be seeing them. So I would like to see in the new season of Discovery just a one line. There's great eye of discussion yeah, but, about no, it, of why they don't use them.
1: To be honest, though, it, it, since Discovery went a thousand plus years into the future, the proto star was dead, long gone. No, but they'll so know of the
0: technology. To... Grey, is my point? They'll
1: know the technology and use it. but 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 again, the the Starfleet is whatever happened to Starfleet during the burn. I watched the first couple episodes, so I know this now. <laughs> so the Starfleet was pretty non-existent except in pockets. So really, they don't have to mention it. But since you brought it up, now that it's in canon, I'm I want to see, Right, I'm curious to see now wh- where are they going to bring this in, or are I mean it, they've opened it up. In other words, they've opened it up to
0: now where you could bring. So- Great, great. The the thing with that is, um, and it's not a spoiler, because I don't want to spoil it for you. It's three and four. I checked my part in season one and two, so I want you to have fun with them. But one thing that some of the ships do, um, and it's one ship in mind, it's not any of the Starfleet ships I'm aware of. Uh, a character called Book will come along with this mad ship. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. I've got it up here. And yeah, the,
1: I saw the I saw the first two episodes. Oh, that one there.
0: Three yeah. Three so so that this ship morphs and changes and all that, and this all makes sense for future Star Trek. It looks great. His ship has sure. got multi. It's got warp drive. It's got uh, slipstream. It's got it's got like two, three different. It's got a few different propulsion systems that we can use, which is great. And that's what you want. You want the combination. It Doesn't have a spore drive yet um oh God. so yet let's see yet um so there, i would like
1: I don't don't give me any spoilers but as i'm watching it the one thing that i don't want to happen is i want i want to see the sport drive die i don't want to see that anymore i thought the whole sport drive thing was ridiculous I told, I told
0: you it's not going to remember that i already told you that i know They're rolling I them out.
1: Don't, I, that's that's going to be a sore spot with me i just
0: Again, hey, let's let's not go down that path, Grave. I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree know, with I you. Know. I agree I know, with I you. I agree with you. That's we'll, we'll say up for another time. But yeah, yep, so yep. yeah, back so to prodigy back to prodigy. Yes, <laughs> so they're not going to get in this ship after all. Um, they're not going to use this ship now. I, I note here that uh, we, we we don't often see, um, very rare to see ships getting made, launched, commissioned on Earth for obvious right. reasons you know uh it can be done of course it can be done we saw that in the kelvin verse universe uh of the making enterprise on earth i mean these things do make sense they're just not practical and i don't recall ever right. seeing it in canon uh prime star trek unless gray knows of a time well, but
1: first of all making a, a ship or anything that massive uh is not uh it's it's not uh economical doing it on the earth doing it up in zero g is what you want to do so that you're moving these giant pieces around like they're nothing. Yeah. They still have mass. You know, you got to be careful, but they don't have weight. Yeah. So doing it on the ground is kind of goofy because, I mean, think of it this way if if you could, you, you can't, but if you were, you know, massive cruise ships that are, I mean, these are huge cruise ships right now. You used in to work among, right? So if you were to, to supposedly decide you wanted to build one of these giant cruise ships in space, it would be so much cheaper because. These massive parts would just go into place. There was no weight. Yeah, you're manufacturing yeah. them in space. You're putting them together in space. It's far more economical. So yeah, yeah I mean that whole thing in the Kelvin timeline because that's a joke anyway. Uh, building it on the ground was really dumb.
0: I don't like. I don't mind it that one time because it's supposed to be a kind of different, slightly different take on Star Trek. And well, I mean, it is a cool, one-off. But because this, no this sense. is the start, by the way, Grace. So maybe later on. Hey, don't get me wrong. It does make sense to do it in space. I get that. If you only see it the odd time on earth or whatever, special occasion, maybe they'll get reason for it. Because they can do it. Of course they can do it. It's just a lot more energy. It's a lot more strain on the components, the pylons and stuff. And Gray and I have had this conversation before about, you know, would pylons and stuff survive? I think they would with technology and materials at that day and age. But why go through the extra energy, expense, stress, unless there's a good reason for it? So hopefully we don't see it too often space docks are kind of there on purpose. Unless it's a top well, secret thing, you know, because they're all open the other, in space, you notice that, so you can't do it the in secret. The other reason
1: I thought that maybe it wasn't a stretch to see this ship on the ground, the only other thing I can think of is you notice that it's far, far smaller than any of the other big ships. So you could literally ah, build a small yeah. ship on the yeah. ground it's almost like saying well i'll build a yacht inside a hangar yeah but you, ain't, you ain't building a cruise ship inside
0: i yes yes so you don't see this in star trek actually until the kelvin verse and that's a massive ship which we thought was a bit yeah. bonkers that so yeah that does that's, make sense Greg. That's, that's totally bonkers but yeah.
1: building a smaller ship is it's, at least makes some sense
0: it's a it's a kind of defiant-ish class or size type ship, maybe a bit bigger. Which uh, that that's more plausible, yeah. And the you know you don't have big, like, massive, skinny Constitution pylons and things as well. So yeah, okay. no, um, yeah. So at this stage here, um, Janeway actually says, "No, that's not your ship. I've got much bigger plans for you." And then it ends. I'm like, "Tell us what bloody ship it is!" Like, I know. come on, man, throw us a bloody I stick. Know, I,
1: know, I know they're doing you it, you shapesh. Look, they're doing the right thing. They want to reveal this season two. I get it. And that's fine. That's no, fine. save, but yeah, save I, the
0: mission for the next season. At least show us the bloody
1: ship they're going on. No? What they maybe would have been cool is if they kind of showed the ship at the very end and didn't say shit about it.
0: What did you know here, ca- Gray? Then we could
1: have just went like, what's that? <laughs> what did you
0: know <laughs> here? And I, listen, you tell, you, you tell the people what you noted here at the end. I'm going to chip in with my point after that well, because I agree th- with you.
1: This, this is what I would like to have seen in, in a perfect world. And maybe it's still possible. We don't know yet. But in
0: a perfect world, what I
1: really wanted to see, and I was almost thinking it was going to happen when the door started opening to this hangar. You know, and you see the, the point, that,
0: you see the point before anything else, and you think.
1: Right, you see, right, and it's immediately I'm sitting there going
0: like, ooh, a new
1: Voyager-class ship. Doesn't that make sense? Janeway, Voyager, new crew. You know, ooh, that would be so cool. And then as it opened up, I go like, oh, crap.
0: <laughs> it's it's I, sorry, okay, oh. I go.
1: I, I'm just saying I hope that I know it's hoping against hope, but I would wish that they did do that in season two. That would be so good. That makes so so much sense. It really does. You know, so Maybe that's why, Great. You know, maybe that's why. I mean and maybe they maybe they did. We don't know. We we're gonna find out. But I would love to see a new Voyager class ship all of a sudden. It would just be so wonderful.
0: Just a new Voyager? I mean, I, yeah. I, it's because it's intrepid class, isn't it? So I'd love to yeah. see another, uh, the Voyager, uh, I mean, Voyager you could just B? Take, yeah, you, yeah, you
1: whatever. Yeah, you take an intrepid class ship, give it a couple of makeovers, whatever, and refit. <clears throat> and then, yeah, call it Voyager A, B, C, whatever the fuck, whatever it is. And that would be so cool. And I hope they do it. I'm praying that, that they do it. I'd probably not, but I hope they do. That yep. would really be cool, and did... I think that there is there's good hope for it because since they did make the proto star and distinctively said you ain't getting it, now I'm sitting there going like, okay, now maybe, just maybe,
0: we might get it. Right. I kind of hope so. Uh, you noticed, you noted here. I'm, I must have missed this again, Gray. Um, the kind of music, the little Voyager nod uh, in the score, well, this and what, this is what TLS. got
1: me going because. Because the the hangar door started started opening, and then I hear some music, and then all of a sudden the Voyager sounded like stuff started happening. And so I'm going like, oh, because I'm hearing the music, and I'm going like, ooh, a new Voyager ship. Oh, man, <laughs> so that's a good point. And then in the background, in the background is I know it's only little, but in the background there was scenes, uh, there was music that they used in the uh, scene of the uh, uh, the refitted Enterprise in. Motion picture, Uh, where that little high pitched, wit- flutey kind of like that—that mm. that was in it. That was in it too. Oh, so wow. they use the Voyager sound like they use something from from uh, TOS movies, and of course the typical TOS banner thing that we all know. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's no, signature. Was... You got to have that. So they had all three of these in one thing, and I was going like, yeah, cool. So
0: <laughs> what 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 we'll do is what we'll kind we'll, of wrap up with our opinions uh or a score and then we we've got a little bit of time to kind of play with what, 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 what we think is sure. going to happen in next season where it's going um so for me 10 out of 10 i was close to giving it a nine and a half out of 10 because a couple of little plot points but i you know everyone's allowed a, one or two little tiny things like that so um yeah. i will give it a 10 out of 10 which is rare um thoroughly enjoyed it, it wrapped things up nicely uh and i i believe gray you you agree with me on this one
1: yeah i was pretty much you know uh, bordering Almost on at perfect. least a 9 yeah ber- ber- bordering on at least a 9 but i went with the benefit of the doubt that despite the little burp or two it deserved a 10 because it was it was the this you know the season finale they did handle it really well it was really good top to bottom the writing for the for the 90% of the time was excellent you know i mean wasn't much you could really say was wrong at all, so it was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And a and series, and as and as season finales go, I thought it was a really good season finale. So not a finale. Up...
0: What's a season finale you're talking about? Season Is that, that how they say it? Is that how they the say season.
1: it? It's the last season of, It's the last episode of. Any so not season a finale. Season no, usually finale, but that depends. You can say finale if you want. Greg knows these usually... things. I
0: don't. He's, he's very entertainment. He yeah, knows
1: everybody knows. People kind of get mixed up between season finale and series finale. And series finale means that you know it's the last episode that you're ever going to see of the series, period. Hey. And the discussion is over. Then that's a series so, finale. Is that a
0: silent E then? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, series. Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. I've learned something today. But either way it doesn't really matter. See, great great got years and wisdom in me, so you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna abuse and take all this. You, you uh, wouldn't be wrong
1: either way. It's just like I said, good it's just, reasons, that. just splitting hands. <laughs> and the so, only reason this really that we know this is a season for now, one hundred percent, is because we already know there's gonna be a season two.
0: Oh, did they you know? Have uh, if
1: they confirmed that, yeah? Yeah. Oh I, I, I pretty much pretty much when I've been hearing everything, it's well, so, okay anything's possible, when they go back, they might say, like, oh, sorry, we're not going to do it after all, because these days, you never really know 100%. But no, they're, they're, not, they're not DC,
0: they're not canceling everything, mate, it's fine. Yeah, exactly, as we've <laughs> seen already in, 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 in practice. Chew right? into Gray's Green Room for an hour-long rant on that. Uh-huh.
1: But at least uh, we finally see, you know, but everything that I've read is pointing extremely strongly to, yeah, there's no doubt there'll be a, there'll be a season two. Good. The only thing I'm kind of curious about, if you think about it for a second, so, so if there's going to be a season two. Janeway is obviously going to be still involved. So, I kind of like the idea that even though we lost ho- uh, Hologram Janeway, which, which we all were sad about, Paul Picardo, we get, back, we, we get back the real Janeway. So, you're not missing things. Yeah. So, I thought that was pretty smart. Now, what I would like to see, what I would like not to see is I don't want them to bring back Hollow Janeway ever. Period. That'd be she weird. Made the sacrifice. That'd be it's weird. Gone. That'd be weird having her in the fake one. Right, right. So they have to. They have to just say, "That's it. That's it. Gone. Bye bye. That's it." Agreed. And I'm sure that's what they're thinking. And now, since Jamie, now let's think of a second thing that's interesting. So the actress Kate Mulgrew, obviously, play, is is Jamie. Plays a voice. She obviously will be in the second season, meaning that she'll be in the second season entirely. All whatever Good. 20 episodes okay which is great this is this is wonderful stuff for us right but there has been many rumors flying around that they want uh, admiral janeway to come back for her own live action series now Please. whether it happens or not as a series or a special movie or limited series or whatever we don't know yet if it even happens but she can do both it, i was gonna say so if that happens she's gonna be a busy person because she's gonna do the voice acting and prodigy and then she, supposedly
0: have her own. She loves Star Trek. She wasn't sure after she finished Voyager she wanted to do it again because they were long ass hours. And then they got to mm-hmm. the stage of, Oh, they only film less than half of what they used to, take just the same amount of time to do that, which we've moaned and complained about before. But yeah. at least for actors and actresses, it is better because if the stories are really good, which writing is usually better these days than it used to be back in the day, I expect it to sure. be, then she's the right story. We're not shooting for nine months of a year and doing 15 hour right. days like they used to in Voyager. She's up for it. Um,
1: well, to be to be honest, let's, let's be totally honest here. She's considerably older than she was when she did Voyager. So this also is good for her from a physical standpoint because she's older, she has less stress strain, to do a smaller amount of episodes and try to pull off 25 episodes or something live True. action sure. so it's not it's patrick's old
0: though she's not so she's in her 60s now what he's in, in really his 80s cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another story
1: yeah we'll get into that another time mm. um but what would really be kind of cool wouldn't it be neat to sit there and see like while while prodigy season two is about ready to premiere let's say or something like that we get an announcement that she's going to do a live action series. Cause now you could tie the end of season two right into a Janeway series.
0: Yeah. That's Ding. if she's not going to, uh, so she's not going to voice the, 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 the role in the second season of prodigy, because I don't think she would do both. Um, can it be, can mm. there be a season two of prodigy without her? I can't see no, how that would be, be possible. Her. Cause she's basically said she's going to be the one mentoring, but well, well see again, if,
1: I, if I'm if I'm the people behind this, and I'm the I'm the people making this and the marketing and all that stuff, I'm going to sit there and go, "What's the best way?" Assuming now, of course, that there will be a live action, uh, uh, Janeway series. Okay, what would be better than to have Prodigy come out with Kate Mulgrew doing the voice for the entire second season, and then during that same part part of the time, they announce a live action series, and by the end of Prodigy season two. You're rolling soon, right into a a a, a, a Janeway live action series. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, a no brainer. I would take it's it. Great, a great promotion. I would take that now, for we sure. Because because right now we have no idea when season two of Prodigy is going to be on. I mean, they haven't even started production yet or anything. So we got at least a year, probably.
0: Yeah, and the, and they need to. We will need to touching that because for all the flaws that Lord Dex may have. It showed all its episodes back-to-back. Back. It was like 10 or something, whereas Prodigy done this weird thing over... It was over a year, actually. It was season, like a yeah. year and a half. they done one whole season, but they split it into two of 10 and 10. You should have just made it season one and season two or yeah. made it less episodes. Yeah. That didn't make sense to me because we had to wait ages to get all the episodes in there. So uh, if they do a second season, just make it 10. I don't think they will make it 20. It's too much. Just make it 10. Yeah. Don't split it into two. You've done again, but let's we've got a bit a time, a little bit of time to to play with what we think's happening with prodigy going forwards, Grace. So I think I'll I'll mention quickly what I think's on the sea for season two, uh, and then you can let me know what's going on. So I think mm-hmm. for season two, uh, they may take a a, a new, um, intrepid class, voy the Voyager it be A or B, it'd be e. it'd be the Voyager A. Um, I'd love to see that a. because in later on in the season of Discovery, you're watching, like you say, I've already told this before anyway, you see the Voyager J. So considering the time jump between, the amount of time between the, the two shows, like A, B, C, D, you know, that's like yeah, six, yeah, seven, yeah. eight ships. So they, that should be way further up in the alphabet. So I'm thinking these intrepid class last a good long-ass time. I'd like to see the A. I'd love to. That's what they should be doing. Or if we don't see it, I want to see it in a live action. But I don't think we'd see it in a live action. We're more likely to see it Mm. in the new season of projects. I want to see that first of all. It will be fitted with slipstream technology. Maybe it won't be proto. They'll leave the proto stuff, the proto drive to the proto class. Um, And then they'll have the slipstream because they pioneered that. They'll go back to the Delta Quadrant. Because they've got to. That's Voyager stick. And then they'll look mm-hmm. for Chakotay, And that will be the premier premise of the series. I don't yeah. think Chakotay at the start will be captain because they need to find the goddamn man first. But <laughs> who know, who so. who they'll have for captain, I don't know. I right now just be some random Joe and that's fine, whatever. Jamie will be there as liaison, like Admiral Kirk has been in the past, where he's p- poking his nose in there. So that's what I like. That's what I think will happen. Um i'm looking forward to immensely um i can only get better really what do you what do you want to see going forward Greg? what do you think will happen
1: well i i agree with you it'd be so wonderful to see a voyager a and shepherd class refit you know i think they should do it we no, will be, be a museum
0: it'll be an a or a b yeah, yeah
1: i think i think it would be great to see it now some people are going to say like well yeah but then uh you can't call it Star Trek Prodigy. You'd have to call it Star Trek Voyager.
0: Nah, again. nonsense.
1: And and I says no because it's only nah. a sh- it's a class of ship, so that's fine, you know. And so you go on. At, so I don't know if it's going to happen, but God, I hope I'm keeping my fingers crossed. To be fair, pause that.
0: great for two seconds. Sorry to upgrade. They didn't name hmm? the show Star Trek Proto or Proto Star. Right, exactly. Like Voyager, exactly. so they can any bloody class of ship.
1: Sorry, carry on. Right. So if they do that, which I hope they will, that makes. One hundred percent sense to me, and it'd be great. On the viewpoint of captain, there's two things that could happen. Actually, now that I think about it, and there's precedent for this. Either she would pick on a captain that would be a new character that we could all grow to like, or whatever. That would be the official captain. Harry Kim. She's <laughs> aboard. Or what they could, yeah, Harry Kim. Or what they could do is what happened in, I believe it was Ratha Khan, where Admiral Kirk. Took a temporary commission as captain, oh, you remember. Yeah. So they technically they technically demoted him, but they didn't really demote him. It was just a reassignment to captain for the Enterprise, so that he was not he was done being an admiral for the time being. Became a captain again of the ship, to which then he would go back to being an admiral whenever he wanted. Now that that's been set up before in the movies, so it's so it's this definitely can happen. Can happen. Yeah. Yeah. So she would be Captain Janeway again, regardless of the fact that she reached Admiral. She would do the same trick that Kirk did, and she would become captain of whatever ship it's going to be. Yeah. So that may be quite possible. In fact, that may be more possible than maybe picking a new person uh, in the cast. We'll see. True. I would I would like and to see that. And, yeah. I, and definitely they're going after Chakotay. There's no way no way shape or form we don't know that's going to happen so that is definitely going to be the overall premise of season two is seeing what the hell happened to chakotay and now they may do other they may do other adventures along the way same as they did in the first season mm-hmm. but that's going to be the, the the huge overarching thing you know of trying to uh, trying to find him or whatever which is kind of cool because if they did find Chakotay, let's say, finally, like, I don't know, halfway through the season or something, they may be able to do some cool stuff with Chakotay. Yeah. You know, as well. So we can, we go see. So that's right there. That's going to be it. We know that's going to be it. They set it up. They laid it right out in front of our face. So we know that's going to happen in
0: season two. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to, I'd like to maybe see them leaning or touching on what happened um, on, in season one at uh, some point of just the devastation that happened and how things are progressing and repairs and all that because you don't see that enough. Like They've been absolutely hammered. No doubt about it. Many yeah. starships lost. We want to see how they recover from that. Because um, maybe they don't go to Delta and They probably will. What happens well, the there.
1: other thing that, that was kind of confusing in Prodigy, this is part of the writing I didn't understand, they made it sound like that The entire fleet showed up for this and that okay you know like two-thirds of the fleet has been decimated because of what happened to the construct but that's not true really because if you think about it the only amount of ships you saw there was 25 or 30 ships maybe that is not the whole fleet new ones were warping in though remember no I, i agree i agree but still it's not plausible because if you figure just look at the if you correlate it to today, okay. For instance, all right. So let's say uh, I'm going to take the U.S. as an example. So in defense, just in the Air Force alone, not the other branches of the of the military or whatever, okay. There's something like 400. There 400 jets of one class. One class. and okay. gray. So what you're saying is now you're talking Starfleet. We're talking. The whole world now, the whole planet, not just one country. Okay? So it's the whole planet as well. And and I'm only taking Earth now as an example. Mm -hmm. So the whole planet is pumping out starships. You mean to tell me that the, the entire fleet for the planet
0: Earth is 30 ships? No, yeah. it's, it's not. That's the that's what thousands. That's what's It'd in, in there. Thousands of ships. That's uh, maybe not thousands, maybe hundreds. Okay, I don't know. but
1: at least but it, at least at least hundreds, it, if not a thousand.
0: Great, great. They don't make yeah. as many. I don't know where I read this. They don't make as many as you think they do. Um, depending on the complexity of the ship, I don't know where I was reading this. Somewhere it's in the back of my mind. I've read it or seen it in a video somewhere. For example, right. a more complex ship like the Defiant or the Proto Star, they might they maybe can only make two or three a year. That's what I've yeah, read, reason, depending on okay, what it but, is.
1: But the reason they do that is for the sake, in some ways, they, they, for the sake of writing. I don't log, okay,
0: logistics and common sense.
1: No? Right. But if you're talking about, again, Starfleet, 150 species and all these worlds, and you've got to send your ships all over the place. Not that every other planets don't make their own ships. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot more than 25 or 30 whether course, it's 100 yeah. 200 500 800 yeah it's going to be a lot more so does this does this hurt starfleet well damn straight if they if they if they damage and blew up half of these ships yeah that's going to be a nice punch to the gut but is it going to keep you from being able to field a fleet and protect your your planet no yeah
0: you'll still I, be able to do it and and we're forgetting the 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 trope of star trek a lot of time where half the time they need help, more than half the time, and they're their only bloody ship in the the, the quadrant of the sector. It's always been a thing in Star Trek. And now, <laughs> conveniently enough, we'll get 30 of them that have just warped in. No, they have more, but they'll be further away. Um, And right. to be fair, at that time, wherever that hail reached, those ships were, every ship in range was going to be warping in to save the day because it's right. this automated thing that we complained about before. So, we're, yeah, a good chunk of them are there. But not all of them, certainly not. And well, it'll be painful. They they'll get back on their feet. Um, and we want to. I would like to see what happens. And I just briefly just touch on it. Uh, maybe bring in a couple of extra crew members just to kind of beef it up because they will be the main guys. But I would like to see. I'd like to see Jancomb learning from a real engineer. I would like to see them all have the respective peers above them what they're learning from, sure. and see how they go. And then Janeway continue to be horrorsome usual self so
1: um i mean obviously if they're going to do new episodes that still revolve around the cast
0: and mm-hmm.
1: gwen included because so i'm sure she'll be back and that's part of probably what's going to happen in season two but whatever so you have to have an explanation of how only these cast members go off on their adventures as opposed to the whole ship you know I mean? They do
0: that in Star Trek all the bloody time, don't they?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. So you want to make sure you handle all that properly. That yeah. it, So it doesn't look like it's you know. She
0: has to follow them everywhere. They're they're training, so right. It'll makes sense. So they'll, they'll they,
1: they, they, right. There'll be particular missions that they're thrown into, and of course, something will happen, and you know, it'll make it that much better, whatever. So I'm I'm thinking. I think the future's pretty bright for season two. And I if look overall the season, with the exception of some there was some bad episodes and there was some but not many crap writing here it. here and there. But yeah, out of the 20 episodes, there wasn't a lot of those. And overall, I, I was very surprised, I'm happily surprised, as to the fact that the season taken as a whole was, was pretty good.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, and oh, I, that, That's and a good was, point. What would you give it out of 10 for the whole the season? Hmm. I'm giving it an 8. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I would go with that. Uh, which yeah, is very I, I, admirable. I can't,
1: I can't push it to nine, but I definitely wouldn't go as low as seven. So eight, eight sounds normal. Yeah, eight, eight and a half, something
0: like that, for me sounds hell, that's, nice. that's really good. I oh, mean, yeah, even seven,
1: even seven isn't bad. Seven and above is good.
0: Seven. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to see, Greg, and we'll never see it, and I don't see why we can't see, it, is it doesn't have to happen with Prodigy. It could happen with Lord Dex. I want to see a scene, an episode, a moment where one of the animated characters ends up in the live action because it's all one universe it just happens to be that those two shows i mentioned were animated why can't that happen why can't we see say jamie does our standalone show and we get a little cameo from jankum or something you know why can, why couldn't we see that great would you want to see that well, first
1: first you have to figure out which of the characters can they do the cheapest
0: <laughs> yeah, because they're all. Oh, I'd probably be yeah. Dow. I probably would be Dow. Somebody like Dow.
1: probably be Dal or Gwen, you know, because they're the most normalish. I guess, if you want to call it humanoids, if you want, I suppose. Yeah. Rock would be rough because he looks Gee. bigger, bigger than the Hulk. She looks bigger, bigger <laughs> than the Hulk, and he, that'd be rough. Jankum is, you know, Two foot tall and eight foot wide. It a little, be a little <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> poor Jankum, little hard man. Him too, I know. I'm hey,
0: COVID was bad for Jankum as well. Leave him alone. Uh, leave him my mean, boy alone. But Jankum Jacob, Jacob
1: <laughs> is possible. Doll is possible. Gwen. The only reason I was gonna, I'm gonna say maybe she's not possible is because her, her whole race are really thin people. They, in fact, they look very thin. Like uh, what's his face on uh, Discovery? Uh,
0: oh, for, Saru.
1: Saru, yeah, so they would yeah. have to be more kind of like him, yeah, you know, true. on the thin side, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to cheap out, but you always got to remember yeah. when they're talking budget, Yeah, they're going to bring back somebody. I would love to see it, don't get me wrong, I, mean, I think it would be kind of cool.
0: We, we'd like to see, I mean, Murph as well would be cool, but that's 100% CGI, so that's more challenging, yeah. plus he doesn't really say anything, it's just bloody noises this actor makes, which is the dream job. Or
1: they'll just put him in a weird looking suit and he'll...
0: Uh, yeah, so, I mean, just think of um, uh... The other sci-fi show.
1: Well, the, the, or- the Orville, the
0: Orville with the the, glo- the the blob thing. So, the green, yeah. the green, the green officer, the green goo-, goo guy. I can't remember his name from Orville. Okay.
1: Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Right, yeah, right.
0: yeah so yeah. So you would like to see it? That's the main thing, great right? And so would I. The only thing
1: I don't, I, the, I know this is going to. No, this isn't. It's not that it's weird, but I don't think I would like to see any of the lower-deck characters in live action. None. Cameos. Zero. I'm talking
0: about cameos. Nothing major or substantial. You know, just no.
1: I don't want to see it because I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the humor different, lo- I know. Yeah, I look at lower de- lower decks as being the cartoon, typical tar- cartoon humor portion of the Star Trek universe. And to me, I have a problem when it when it crosses over to real. And the and the end, the problem I'm going to have is that we already know that. Lower decks is going to cross over a strange new worlds. Oh yeah, so as I I forgot about
0: that. How does that work? Yeah, I, I am
1: not a fan. I'm not a fan of
0: seeing that. I really. Let's wait to see what they do. Great, it might just be a cameo. Might be something funny because you've you see me forget this second contact thing is very Riker was in true that this second contact thing is very important, mate. It has to be yeah yeah. (laughs) <laughs> who was that <laughs> who was that was that your your daughter your granddaughter that's my daughter yes uh, hello yes, gray jr a... <laughs> <Gray.
1: laughs> he said hello gray jr <laughs>
0: <laughs> little cameo anyway, from gray's no, we, daughter we did, we
1: did see her just for a moment
0: yeah yeah briefly um, anyway
1: no my daughter my daughter's great my whole family's
0: great so, anyway
1: they're pointing at me like they want something
0: yeah we'll, we'll wrap we'll wrap up gray we'll wrap up because it's probably <laughs> that time unless there's anything else you need to add there um no, 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 no we love the season in okay, general we'll save it for a special save it for a special we can we can we're going to talk about yeah. where we think future seasons and, and different shows are going to go so um no i'll do the usual okay. call to arms so thank you everyone for tuning in um we will do specials over the next month or two. What, we're, what we will do at this stage is uh, ask folk to uh, subscribe and leave a little comment below what they want to see for specials, and we'll do that. Uh, Grey's distracted because they normally would do, do this point below, but we'll let you off, mate. Um, <laughs> so, but listen, we are, we, we are also on um, uh, the, the podcasting side of things as well, so you can listen as an audio pop uh, platform wherever yep. you get your podcast from. Uh, get us at The Trekway on Twitter. Gray's Green Room is one I do with him as well, and we talk about things entertainment, entertainment, uh, Marvel, DC, sci-fi, fantasy, all that kind of stuff. We've got a long episode where we rant about DC, so get that from YouTube, mm. podcasts and platforms, and Gray's Green Room on Twitter. Um, and lastly, part of the gaming community we all come from is Extreme PC UK, um, from the website for a short space of time for and it gets rid of it uh we have a discord there where we all talk and mingle so we will be doing specials so thank you everyone for coming along um until the next time uh do your thing ray there's and prosper cheers guys bye bye